Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Hey, before we jump into today's episode, did you know that I've created just for you a massive collection of freebies that includes my Do Something book. It's a no BS guide for anyone who wants to stop wasting their time today. There's also the Fabulous Day Cheat Sheet, the 25 Ways to Make Your Life Instantly Better Guide. I've also included a 12-month habit tracker template, the Abundant Mindset Guide. There's also the fantastic Your Future Self Workbook. It's a workbook designed to bring your future self to life. And finally, the Vent and Move On Workbook. It's a workbook I designed to help you resolve any issue. Right now, all these freebies are sitting inside my secret library, which you can sign up and access via dreambigmyfriend.com forward slash freebies. That's forward slash freebies. There is honestly so much goodness there. Now it's time to dive into today's episode. Hello, everyone. This is Frances Vitikovic, the host of the Dream Big My Friend podcast, and I am so glad to have you here with me today. So we're going to be having a conversation today about the beliefs of mediocre minds. Now, I really hesitated about calling it a mediocre mind because I know that that is a belief, but I couldn't think of another word to really encapsulate that feeling with a belief that sort of keeps you stuck and sort of keeps you living in the land of unmet potential. That's what I imagine it to be. You have this potential and you can't see it because these beliefs are holding you back. So let me get started because it's going to make more sense when I dive in today. So as I've covered on this podcast so many times before, we all know about the power of our thoughts, which impact your feelings and actions and results. But now we're digging a little bit deeper because we're mentioning the term a belief. Now, I know that my son and I, we almost had this debate about the difference between a thought and a belief. Now, I can't even remember now whether it was me or him that assumed that they were the same thing or that they were different things. But today I'm going to settle that little debate that we had and I've got a definition for you. So it says that a belief is a mental acceptance of a claim as likely to be true. So when you've held onto a thought and you now have just assumed that that thought is definitely true, Whereas a thought is something that's created in their mind. It can be quite fleeting because I think I've already said to you guys before, like we have 60,000 thoughts a day. That does not mean that we're having 60,000 beliefs a day. A belief is a stronger conviction. And sometimes it has like a religious connotation, but it's it has the ability to impact and affect the way that you behave. Whereas a thought is just less steep, it passes through your mind, it might not necessarily define you or your action. Okay, so now that we have that little definition out of the way, so you know the difference, I'm going to dive into sharing eight beliefs that have the potential to hold you back. So I want you to imagine that your beliefs are much like a foundation to a building or to a structure that you're building upon this foundation. So if your beliefs or your foundation are really shaky, like let's just say sand, we all know that sand is quite unstable at times then there's a good chance that you're going to be building something upon it that might collapse. Whereas if you are building a foundation on concrete or something solid, thoughts that support you living an awesome life, that makes it so much easier to actually go off and live an awesome life. But you need to have that strong foundation in place. I'm going to be sharing with you eight beliefs that sort of form a foundation that aren't as strong as others. 
So if you recognize that these are beliefs that you are holding onto really tight, consider loosening your grip if possible. So let's start with the first belief that you should consider ditching if possible. And it's number one. Well, it's just always been done that way. So just imagine listening to someone say that. Well, I can't do that. This is the way we do it. We've always done it this way. Well, I have to say, that's really cool if you found a way that works consistently and brings you amazing results time and time again. But if it hasn't, it might be time to rethink the way you do things. And even if you have found a way that works, that is not to say that a better way doesn't exist, okay? You should always be open to doing things differently. Be open to experimenting. Just because something has been done a particular way for so long doesn't mean that you should accept it as the only way to do things. I mean, look at our history. Humans used to walk everywhere and then we invented the wheel and we had wagons and we had horse carriages that they were developed. But then some more years passed and we had cars and aeroplanes and so forth. New things are always evolving. And just because we once started with a wagon and carriage didn't mean that there wasn't a more effective way to do things in the future. So just be open to doing things differently. And if you hear yourself saying, well, that's the way we've always done things. What if there is a better way? Just be open to that. Now for the second belief that I recommend that you loosen your grip on. It's when you say, well, it's not my fault. Now, often people who don't have the results that they want in their life make a habit of failing to take responsibility for all their failures and misfortunes. They like to point their finger. They're like, it wasn't me. I didn't do anything. If someone did something differently, it may have worked. But you know when you're falling prey to this belief, if you just assume that it is always someone's fault. Like if you say things like, well, my boss hates me. That's why I can't get ahead in my career. Or I had terrible parents and they've given me so much baggage to carry and that's why I can't get ahead in my life. Or I just attract the wrong people and that's why I sort of suck when it comes to love and I can't get traction with my relationships. It's their fault, not mine. Or if you say, well, I just have bad luck, you know, it's the universe is against me and that's why I can't get ahead with my business or any other area of your life. If you are saying that it is always someone else's fault, It is time to sit back and just do an honest appraisal of yourself. Is it possible that it's your fault? What would it be like to just say, hey, I'm owning this. I'm going to own it. Because whether it's your fault or not, the best policy is just to take responsibility for your own situation. You need to own your circumstances. You need to own your decisions. You need to own your own pain. It is your only hope because no one else is coming to save you. And once you realize that the power lies in your hands, you can actually then go about and make some changes in your life. So if someone says, you know what, I think it's your fault, say, yeah, it probably is. And now I'm going to do something different about it. So now for the third belief that I recommend just loosening your grip on, it's when you say it's too late for me. Now, I have to be honest, I think this is like one of the saddest phrases I can think of. I actually recorded a whole episode just to teach you that it is never too late for you. It is never too late for you to try. Even if you are a little bit older, it doesn't mean that you can't give things a go. It's never too late to try, just to try. Like you can still find love. You can still start a business. You can go back to college. You can learn to dance. You can learn to cook. You can write a book. There is so much that you can do in this world, even if you are like really old. And I don't know what really old means to you, but let's just say like a 90-year-old or a 100-year-old. If you still have like mental awareness and you have that capacity to think and do things, you can still try. 
you can always try, okay? It might be a little bit less convenient to do things beyond a certain age, but that doesn't mean that you need to cross it off your list altogether. Many things are still possible and assume they are possible for you too. And now for the fourth belief that I think holds people back. It's when they say, I can do it tomorrow. These are my least favorite words. I'm not joking. When I hear someone say later, I'll do it tomorrow. That is when you fool yourself into thinking that you have these endless tomorrows at your disposal when you might not. The truth is time is running out for everyone. It's just that some people are closer to their time running out than others, but we don't know what that age is. Like if the average age was, let's just say 80. Now that's a conservative estimate. You would hope that you would live much longer than that. You can calculate now how many years have you got left on the planet? So if I'm 46 now, like just if I was really lucky to make it to 80, okay, because we have to assume that it is a privilege and gift to make it that long. That means I've just got 34 years left in this world. Do you know how, like, not that it's a scary thought, but it's an eye-opening thought when you think about it this way. You only have so much time left on this planet. You need to use it wisely. And procrastination is just killing your options and it's killing your future too. So just get started. And now for the fifth belief that will hold you back in life. It's that comfort is more important than growth. Mm, Not always. Okay. Now I know that few people will consciously say, okay, that's the way I think. But many people actually live that way. And that's because our brains are wired to seek comfort and safety. And if only staying comfortable was to produce these amazing results in your life, I would say go for it. But you probably already know that our comfort zone or staying stuck in our comfort zone is a surefire recipe to keep you stuck and to ensure that you're not moving forward and making progress in your life. So you need to take a chance instead on building a more interesting, rewarding life. And that means that you sometimes have to step away from just comfort and be willing to grow. Okay, so to grow, just imagine a caterpillar and how it evolves to a butterfly. It has to go through a lot of struggle in order to be able to spread its beautiful wings. And that's the same for you. In order for you to grow, you have to feel some discomfort and be willing to go through that discomfort to get to the other side. And I know, my friend, that it feels really uncomfortable to step outside your comfort zone. But have you ever experienced the feeling when you do step outside your comfort zone and do something that you didn't think you had it in you to do? That is what breeds confidence. It makes you feel alive. It makes you feel amazing. And it gives you the confidence to keep on stepping outside your comfort zone when you find that courage within yourself. When you embrace that courage and when you take action, that is how you grow. And it ultimately feels so much more amazing than comfort ever does. And now for the sixth belief that I recommend you ditch, it's, well, it'll be better to do it in the future. So some of us fool ourselves into thinking that we'll do things, you know, in a few years, we're going to do it later because it lets us off the hook from having to do anything today. And we think that there's going to be a time to like chase our dreams later, patch up our relationship later. It's sort of like it relates back to that other belief, but it's when you kid yourself into thinking that it will be better to wait, like it's going to be better to come back to it in a few years. But my friend, I want you to know that there is never a perfectly convenient time. If you have it on your heart to do something, just start doing it now. Because if you're honestly, like really honest with yourself, you probably will acknowledge it's actually fear holding you back. Or maybe you don't know what you need to be doing in order to take action and move forward. But do you know what? You being stuck in the land of confusion is just an excuse. Do not kid yourself that you don't have the answers and that's why you aren't taking action. It's your job actually to go and find those answers. You need to do it. And now for the seventh belief that has the potential to hold you back, it's, well, owning this thing is going to make me feel better. Have you ever thought that? I know I have. I have thought that in the past. Well, when I get this thing, I have this assumption that I'm just going to feel happier. 
But will I really, like really, have you ever bought anything in the past that you were so desperate to have only to discover that your life didn't really change that much once you once you got it? You didn't have that transformation once you held that thing in your hand. Why do we buy things that we don't need? And why do we think that we need something in order to be happy? They're two really good questions. So ask yourself those questions. And you probably will discover that the answer is quite simple, is that you've told yourself that item's going to make me feel happy or I will feel good when I get that where you could almost nip that in the bud straight away by saying, do you know what? I can be happy without that. Did you know that if you just believe that, it will almost be the truth? It will become your truth. If you tell yourself that no material possession will actually determine your level of happiness, and that is a decision you make, then that will become your truth. I keep on saying it. That will become your truth. When you believe it, then it becomes true for you. And that's just the same with the alternative. When you believe that you need something to be happy, you kid yourself into thinking that you do need that thing to be happy when you probably will discover, as you will discover many times in your life, your happiness comes from within and it can never be like created by something outside of you. Even when it comes to like talking about your kids, like you can say your kids make you happy, but it's the thoughts that you have about your kids that make you feel happy. Okay. It's a little bit of a distinction. I know that some of us like get confused by that because we think it's an outside person or an outside influence that determines our feelings, but it's our thoughts that determine our feelings in the first place. And now for the final belief, final belief that is going to keep you stuck. If you are holding on to it, it's when you think it's okay to talk about other people. It's when you think it's okay to gossip. So you probably already have known this just from observing people that sometimes it's small minds that talk a lot about other people and like to gossip. Now, I know it does depend on what you're saying about other people. Like obviously you can have a conversation about a friend of yours and you can be saying the most wonderful glowing things about that person, but that's not what we're talking about here. It's when you're being gossipy and bitchy and negative. Now, you might try to kid yourself and say, well, it doesn't really mean anything, but I think that we've already worked out that the energy that we're producing in our bodies when we are being positive impacts our life in a different way from when we are being negative. And yes, being gossipy and bitchy is being negative. Not only is it a waste of time, I always like to think about that analogy is what you sow is what you reap. So if you are sowing these little seeds, if you are planting seeds of like unkind words and unkind actions, think about the things that are going to flower. What's going to grow out of that soil? There's a good chance that nothing but weeds is going to come out of it because you didn't plant anything good. And it's definitely not going to be a strong, tall, massive tree that you can be proud of because gossiping really isn't useful. It isn't constructive and nothing ever comes out of it in the end. So we just watch your words, okay? Watch your words because it impacts everything else in your life. And so there you go. Okay. The eight beliefs I originally talked about a mediocre mind, but I'm talking about a mindset that is going to hold you back. It won't lift you. It's going to almost like drag you down. And if you have any of these ineffective beliefs and they're limiting you in your life, now is the time to address them. Now is the time to consider changing those beliefs. Look to see if you can adopt beliefs that actually serve you, that lift you up rather than restrict you. And you will be pleasantly surprised to see how much your life changes when you actually work at getting rid of these beliefs. So I'll just give you the quickest little summary. So number one was when you think that it's always been done that way. So the alternative thought is I'm willing to try something new. And now for the second belief that holds you back, it's when you think it's well, it's not my fault. Someone else is to blame. Consider instead that it actually could be your fault and you are responsible for your own actions. And then for the third belief that definitely holds you back, it's when you say it's too late for you. 
No, it's never too late. Ever, ever, ever. It's never too late. You've got to go back and listen to that episode if you haven't yet listened to it because it's going to change the way you think about your potential in the future. And now for the fourth belief. It's when you say, I can do it tomorrow. Maybe you can do it tomorrow, but maybe you can't because your time is limited. So it's going to hold you back because there's no reason why you can't start today. And then we have the fifth belief, which is comfort is more important than growth. Maybe it is in the short term. Okay, I'm going to give you that. But long term, you need to grow and evolve and become in order to go through that process of living your best life. You need to be willing to step outside your comfort zone. And now for the sixth belief that has the potential to hold you back, it's when you say, well, it will be better to do this later in the future. What I'm suggesting to you is that why not start now? Just now. Maybe the best time is that you do it while you can and while you have it on your heart to do it. And now for the seventh belief that has the potential to hold you back. It's when you think, well, owning this thing will make me feel better. I'm going to say to you that there's a chance that won't make you feel better. It's going to make you feel exactly the same or maybe even worse because you had this assumption you were holding out for the fact that this thing was going to make you feel better. Like you pinned your hopes on this when the reality is only you can make yourself feel better because happiness comes from within and will never be created from an out influence. Your happiness comes from within, from your thoughts. And now for the eighth belief that I really recommend that you consider ditching in order to reach your potential in this world. It's thinking that it's okay to talk about other people in a bitchy, condescending or gossipy way. My philosophy is that you reap what you sow in this world. So what are the things that you are planting in your garden? Life is actually like an echo. So what you send out comes back to you, sometimes twofold, and what you sow, you reap, and what you give, you get, and what you see in others exists in you. So keep this in mind next time you feel this temptation to indulge in a bitchy, gossipy session. What would it actually be like just to be kind and loving instead? It seriously doesn't cost you any more energy. It's like probably easier to be loving. It makes you feel better and it sends out really positive vibes into the universe, which comes back to you, remember, because life is like an echo. So I hope you have enjoyed this episode all about the beliefs that I recommend that you ditch so that you can go on and live this amazing life filled with intention and purpose. As always, thank you so much for being here with me. I love and appreciate you all and I can't wait to catch you in the next one. Until then, dream big, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friends.